Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. The Jericho Network on Westwood One. X-Pac, one, two, three, sixty. A new day is dawning for DX. And now, your host, Sean, X-Pac, Wolfman. Welcome to X-Pac, one, two, three, sixty, everyone. All right. We got it. Yay. Yeah. We had a couple of uh, false starts. And uh, now it all went smoothly. Smooth. That feels so much better. We got Jeff Graham in the booth today. Mark Mark Donica's out of town right now. What's up, guys? I appreciate yeah. you uh, welcoming me into the show. I was going to say, if you guys need a heel, I'm happy to be that guy That's for you. That's okay, so. Jeff. You, you are, it's impossible for <laughs> you to be a heel. It might be the ultimate heel turn it's in just, uh, it be, podcast it, it, history. It's, it's not even something I, I can envision. Well, we'll see. We'll see how the show goes. Hulk Hogan couldn't make People are going, right? what are you guys talking about? Because they don't know Jeff. <laughs> they but don't if know you, only if you, Jeff. If you knew Jeff, you would know that like he could never be the bad guy. He's the definition of kill him with kindness. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, if I sound a little bit, uh, you know, less than energetic, it's because that's, that's the way I feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bit under the weather. I had I, I couldn't even come home in time, uh, when I was supposed to from... From Mania, um, Monday, I they had to give me a, an extra day at the hotel so I I could I had to I had to stay in bed all day Monday, Ooh, and wow. uh, yeah no it was brutal I was, thought I was gonna fucking die I hadn't felt like I I haven't been sick in years like I don't I guarantee you none of y'all have ever seen me sick ever no. I promise you <laughs> ever. So you know, sell a lot though. No, but no, <laughs> I don't know sell being sick because I'm never sick. This is it, and uh, just my body, just and everything, just finally said, "All right." You know, like I've been pretty stressed out and uh, burning, burning the candle at both ends a little bit, and in in a way, like not like ridiculous, like you know, I'm not out getting fucked up or doing stupid shit like that obviously i think people know that about me by by now but just you know like you know you had a lot going on yeah a, a lot a man. big event to prepare for tons and just all kind you know just and other things you know i mean even when we're doing good in life like we still have shit that's you know going on you know every good shit we deal with so yeah uh but i I managed to not let any of that get in the way of me enjoying myself this week because it was one of the greatest weeks of my life in spite of ending up with possibly pneumonia. <laughs> That's what the doc said. <laughs> Thank God, right? Like, I'm just like, my girlfriend's, in, you know, just going, what should I do? What should I do? You know, and she's not used to, you know, she's in the entertainment industry, but, you know, she's not used to things being run like WWE runs shit. She was just <laughs> blown away by how they run everything. And I was just like, I said, just call Call Jenna from Talent Relations and have her send a doc up. And she's like, what? They'll just do that? I'm like, yeah, just do it. <laughs> and yeah, the doc was there in like five minutes. To your hotel room? Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, WWE Doc was there in like five minutes. Like, so you got six Sunday night after WrestleMania. I could feel it coming on. Like I was, you know, I started sneezing like a couple of days before that, and I'm like, oh no, I don't like the, you know, you start sneezing a lot, and it's just like feel it in your throat. Shit. Mm. Plus the travel, it always kind of all makes of you it. feel like worse. All of it, and then just like all the meet and greet stuff with all the germs and you know, all the grubby mitts <laughs> touching. You know, but even then, like I, I, um, you know, none of that ever, ever got me sick, and it's just. You think your body knew, like now it's I, time to rest, I just <clears> shut think. down. Yeah. Sure. So. Well, at least uh, you made it, because everything I saw of you, you looked like you were having the time of your life. I was. <laughs> yeah, I was. It was. It was fantastic. I need you guys to ask me questions. Well, though, okay. I, I was going to say. Like, just, fucking spit things out right now because my brain is a little bit fried. So. Well, I was going to start it off with, speaking of looking amazing, I got to see you wrestle at WrestleCon, the Super Show, which was what, Thurs- Thursday, Thursday night? Yeah. Thursday night. That was a lot of fun. You got to team with, you got to team with, with the Hurricane and with Jushin Thunder Liger. What yeah. was that experience like? Did you like? know that I was going to do that, Denise? Uh, Jimbo told me ahead of time, actually, that Jimbo you were going to be... wasn't supposed to tell you ahead of time, <laughs> Oh, sorry. Jimbo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Jesus Christ, I can't trust Jimbo anymore with <laughs> well, I told secret him, information. I told Holy him I shit. was going to be at the show, so... I'm Sorry, Jimbo. Actually, Denise is one that you could tell, but <laughs> I imagine Jimbo's on the text no, to everyone. Oh, no, that's no, no, he, no, I, it wasn't I like that at all. I as far away from that yeah. as possible. No, he, well, he told me because I told him I was going to be there, so that's pretty much how that happened. And so I, I'm glad I knew, though, because when I was there, I was ready and prepared to be able to record mm-hmm. on my phone, and so I, I like, knew it was coming, so I made it like, yeah. you know, like pretty exciting and whatnot to be there yeah. for it. You it know? was a really great, it was a great experience. There was a couple things that dampened the experience for me, like two of the three Opponents that we had shouldn't have been in the match, mm. um, and like I'm not I'm not gonna just not say it didn't happen. They screwed the match up, and I got pissed. And you could probably tell uh, by watching me out there in the match because I don't like do a very good job of hiding that kind of thing these days. Mm. I was just like so frustrated because it was such a great occasion. Um, I was I mean they asked me to do the match couple. I mean, quite a ways out prior to that, and I just I wasn't sure. You know, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if I was going to be in shape and um, and all that. And, you know, um, those poor guys at WrestleCon, you know, they bust their ass and put on a great show. And, like, I know they had a lot of obstacles uh, to with, deal with. Yeah, with like, everyone's visas getting yeah, pulled. And- yeah, and all that. And, and like, you know... Um, yeah, I you know I, uh, I I sympathized with them. I, I felt really bad for them. It was you know shitty to have to deal with that kind of thing. You know, there's not much you can do about those things. You know, uh, but um, you know the thing about it is, is like the the card that they had announced like wasn't affected by any of that, was it? Well, I think. Once the visa started to get pulled, they yeah. had to announce surprises. Like, no one knew Liger was going to be right. there, so they told people Liger was going to be there and that Osprey was going to wrestle Bandito. And there were a couple things that they had to let out of the bag just to keep fans from wanting refunds. Sure. Yeah, but and, uh, and there was a nice crowd there. Yeah, it was packed. Yeah. For how much wrestling was going on that weekend, that yeah. was a packed house. And yeah. I was there for the next night at the next show, yeah. and it was pretty full as well. 
Yeah. So like things didn't start like things didn't start off too well when they screwed my music up. Mm. Well, Is that what happened? Because yeah. I, it took That's you a while took, to come out, and I was like, yeah, because what's happening? I'm not sure if you could hear a, a big loud mother. Fuck her. No, I didn't catch that at all. Yeah. <laughs> that was me going off when I heard the X-Pac song go off. Because, like, I specifically, specifically, oh, shit. Well, that, there goes all that. Oh, this is, we're, anyways. Our table decor. Yeah, whatever. What was I? It's good. it's good, it's good. Yeah, but no, you like, specifically like, told hey. them yeah, what like, song I, you want. You gotta play the Run DMC DX version. And at... I said, absolutely, under no circumstances, play the Xbox song. And the guy, and, the, and, and you know, um, it's not like the guy, the High Spots guy didn't, you know, he got it. You yeah. know, it's just the music guy fucked it up. And it's just like, what the fuck, man? You know, you can't make stupid fucking mistakes like that. And I know it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but those little things are huge deals. Oh, they're very huge deals. You just don't make fucking mistakes like that. It was because I think like right when your music hit and everybody it saw my your logo, so everybody bad. had like this huge pop in the beginning. Yeah. But then it took a while for you to come out, so everybody was like, "Um, okay." And then you came out, and everybody's like, "Yeah." Bit, and I'm yeah. not gonna lie, I don't handle those types of things that well anymore. Like I go off, and mm-hmm. like you know, um, I guess I'm kind of sorry, but at the same time, not really. It's just how I am these days, you know. Like and like, uh, ugh. Fuck. Well, you're being professional, and you would expect them to be just as professional as you. Yeah. Uh, well, either way, though, in the match, the match was a lot of fun. I honestly didn't notice. Except for the two guys that, besides <laughs> Caleb Conley, that just fucked everything up. Uh, well, I personally, like, I didn't notice. I think I was just so excited, you know, to like see everything like be put together. I'm but st- I feel bad. I'm here ripping these guys a new one, but like, goddamn, fuck. But you had a fun like post match promo yeah, afterwards. It was, that was like, really in spite cool. of like me being really mad. Really mad. Like you guys have no idea how bad that finish got fucked up. <sighs> what was it supposed to be? I'm not even gonna go into okay. it. Okay. <laughs> so need anyway. I think I just saw you trying to get a mic a few times and I think you were I think they were getting taking a while to get you the mic. I, I wasn't worried prior? about the mic. No, was mm. that no, no no okay. No. No. Was Liger happy to have Liger you in the match? Liger was just, ha- just happy to be there. And, you know, it's just... By the time we got there, like Shane and I, because we came from Deb- our hotel, you know, and uh, they had already started putting the thing together and it got started getting put together backwards, like, like just laid out, like, exactly the wrong way you would lay a fucking six-man out with Liger going over at the end. Like, oh, I'm getting all bogged down. Like, I don't, yeah. it's just, like, I'm going to get. Yeah, stay I'm out gonna, of the weeds. Yeah, I'm, I got to stay out of the weeds on this. But, so yeah, after that show, you did Caleb ask. Caleb Conley's really good. <laughs> Let me just say that. <laughs> I think he still works for Impact. the other two guys, they have great character stuff. It's just they don't know what they're doing as far as, like, and it's just the problem is, is when you think you know what you're doing, but you don't, it mm. really fucks things up. So. All right, and it's just that you know, and then when someone promises you they're going to put competent guys in the ring with you, you got to take into consideration who's telling you that, whether or not they've actually been in the ring or not. Because if they haven't, they don't really know. So, Mm -hmm. 
That makes sense because there was a lot of great guys on that card. Like there was, you know, they, obviously they had Phoenix, they had Pentagon, yeah. LAX was there. It was great and to see I noticed, some of those guys. I noticed that I was thinking like, oh, because when they put Phoenix and Pentagon together, I even thought to myself, okay, that's fun, but it's a little bit different. I would have thought maybe, oh, maybe they'll have an impromptu match with LAX. So I did kind of notice a little bit of, of a shift in terms of who was paired up against whom in the card. So that was a little bit interesting. But other than that, like, I guess it just like, it was just, look, I get it. It's like, okay, we're having this, like, special six-man that's just kind of a, like, I don't know what they considered it, but I don't know. Oh, let's just find just three guys, you know, like that they can just go out and beat. Yeah, but they got, like, all of them have to be competent. And, like, the one guy that was didn't do as like, wasn't in the match as much. Like, I didn't get in there with Caleb at all. I would have loved to have been in there with him. I mean... The, those three guys, they're the revolt. They do, uh, they team together a lot in their defense, and they're all three high spots guys, so they know each other, which is probably why they picked them three. Yeah, probably well, wasn't the best decision. No, <laughs> not at all. Especially with all the other talent that's on that card, like Denise is saying, they yeah. could easily people would have lost their shit if oh Penta and Phoenix would have been up against you, Liger, and Hurricane with anyone else to fill in that blank. That would be and I can imagine, and honestly, I can imagine from the pushback that we got when when Hurricane and I tried to explain to them how they fucked it up, and they were like, "Yeah, but oh no, it's just some use." Uh, nah, I, I shouldn't. Uh, I'm done talking about this. It's just getting access. Cool. Yeah, fuck it. Access. How- Friday Friday night session at Access, meeting all the fans. <sighs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just, it's just the problem with that was, listen to me, it's just bitching, bitch session. I was, I was, I love doing the access stuff. I just, it was the scheduling on that one, it didn't work out too good because it made me miss NXT TakeOver, and I was really looking forward to that. I was actually going to, like, call and and say, come on, change, you know, (laughs) switch my schedule, but I was like, I didn't want to bitch because, like, I know they've got a, so much going on, right? Like, like it's just a. I mean, you guys have as 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 you know as as much as you guys think they have their hands full. It doesn't even come close to how much they really have, like you know, on their shoulders during that time of year, you know, WrestleMania time, and you know, I just felt like, look, everything is they're they're rolling a red carpet out for me, you know. I, I need to just go ahead and do this ta- this access signing and shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, from what I heard to people that went to access, there was four people that were signing and then four people that were doing photos, and they were all at a table. Was that the same for your session? Like, were you with three other wrestlers that people could just either get a photo or an autograph, or was it both for you? No, it was just photos. Just photos for you? At, at access? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I know people that went expecting to be able to get autographs that couldn't get autographs because those people were only doing photos and it was literally like Amber Mood and the Revival and one other person. They didn't even know. Like some of the people in line didn't even know it was going to be me. Some did. Like once they heard I was, you know, they mm-hmm. quick came and jumped in line or whatever. But well, you know, yeah. it's weird. So that it you made say me that. think, well, shit. Now, like since they didn't even know it was me, I could have just. Ask him to change, <laughs> change my, you know, I've, schedule. I've Put been to, in I've there. been to WrestleMania accesses like that before. That if you show up early enough, there's just a bunch of lines and you choose one. Yeah. And then 
there's a shuffle once they once they announce <clears throat> who's actually in what yeah. line. That it's just weird. You just yeah. pick a line, get into the front of it, and then hopefully that's who you wanted to see. And what? then. It's weird because mentioning, adding to that, so past accesses, they essentially had, like, they wouldn't tell people, like, who was going to be where until, like, last minute. But then this time I noticed that at access they actually did have, like, signage up. So I thought that that was actually, like, fixed already. So now that you mentioned that, I was like, oh, oh, snap, I guess it wasn't. <laughs> but no, it was fun, though. Did you get to see the DX display that they had? No. Oh, they had a really at nice... Access? Yeah, they had a really no, nice, like, display. It. It the tank with all the... Uh... The they invasion had, stuff. They they had like just like you know memorabilia. They had photos and just different stuff like that. It was pretty cool. It was nice. It was like a nice little area where they had that. So that was a lot of fun. Cool. So what was it like being at Axis as a Hall of Famer and the fans going up to you and all of that? I wasn't a Hall of Famer yet. Well, you, you know I'm bound to be <laughs> pre Hall of Fame. <laughs> pre Hall of Fame. I don't know. Just, like just another appearance to me. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I know. I didn't think about it at the time. Um, but you know, I mean, obviously the Hall of Fame ceremony was really special. And anyways, we haven't got to that. Are we getting to that? Yeah, now? let's get to that right yeah, now. Yeah. Tell us about that. You know, I mean, the moment finally came. How was all of it for you? Um. Well, what time did you it have was to get really there? Stressful, and and I was nervous as fuck, and we <laughs> had to be there at noon, oh. and yeah. And uh, I was writing on little cue cards, notes and shit, and uh, and that like up until the moment we were riding out on that jeep. Whew. I was ner- so nervous, and like so many people, um, I didn't get to thank. You know that I wanted to uh, just out of just being nervous, and and also wanting to keep it sh- short. Yeah. You know, uh, it was best to keep it short. Like I, I almost like I om- I almost didn't get Maria and Kevin in there. Something caught my attention. I was. I think just, you saw them in the crowd. I no. So no. at first it was somebody yelled something, and then I turned to to look over in that direction, and that's when I saw them. And I was like, "Oh shit!" Because it was very important for me. Very important for me to uh, acknowledge. You know everything they've done for me. So, oh, I would have been really bummed out if I would have missed out on that. Uh, still, it, um, let me just say this. There's so many people. I, I didn't get to thank. I didn't get to thank Kane. Um, and I talked to him afterwards about it. I felt so bad. And, like, you know, I had people telling me. My girlfriend's telling me, you need to quit, like, you know, worrying about all this, like, and enjoy. And, you know, and I was so worried about all these people that I didn't get to thank and, um, there's so many, you know. Well, uh, Phyllis Lee. Phyllis was Lee, one I didn't. that came to mind. Yeah. When I was listening to your speech, and it yeah. seemed like Triple H kind of cut you off, like you still had stuff to say. I did. And then you went and whispered something in his ear, and kind of like patted you on the back, and then Sean started talking. Um. So, uh, where was I? Other uh, people you didn't get to thank. Yeah, but. Um, yeah. Anyways, so, keep asking me so questions. Was, I need your guys' help was, big was, time today. What was going through your mind, like, moments before, you know, before you guys come out? Like, what are your th- what's your thought process? What the process? fuck am I going to say? Mm. What am I going to say? Holy shit. Like, okay, now I'm in front of all these people, and at least I have these four guys out there with me. Um, You know, but, yeah, no, I just, it's been a long time since I've talked in front of that 
well, I don't know, know if I've ever talked in front of that many people before. Um, but, um, wow, it was, it was really, it was great, though. You know, whether, regardless of how I felt about my part of it, like, overall, I thought it was, I, th- I thought the whole the Hall of Fame was really good. Yeah, it yeah. was one of the best Hall of Fames. I yeah. really liked the setup. Me too. I love yeah. that Honky Tonk Man came out in full gear. Yeah. Uh, what happened backstage after the whole Bret Hart situation? I don't know. Or what was going on during that? Were you like we were writing your getting speech? ready? Did, we were getting ready, and we were watching the monitor, and we just saw like what happened, and it was, you know, it was troubling. It was disturbing, and. Uh, you know, um, and then there's dipshits that want to think think that was a work. Yeah, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> to what end? To what end? You know, it's just stupid. You know, God damn. I'm not gonna name names, but God damn, fucking morons. I think, yeah, that, well, one of the things that I wanted to ask you going back to your speech was you had a lot of funny jokes in there or like a Did lot I of funny moments. Yes, funny. Oh, funny. Great I loved no Kevin, one else thought they were funny. I loved the Kevin Nash one about the knee. That oh, was wow. hilarious. Was and then he stands up and he's like, watch me stand up. Well, that's how I took it as. That was hilarious. I loved the uh, Eric Bischoff, the thank you for firing me moment. Thank you. Um, that was hilarious. Um, and then, like, before that, I loved all the... My favorite part also was when uh, Triple H told Billy, like, about <laughs> about Vince buying that other promotion and then firing him again. Yes. <laughs> that was epic. I was just like, Bless I can't. Billy's heart. I can't. <laughs> you know, Billy came, and he was part of that. And, and, and mind you, like, why wouldn't he be? Yeah. going to be in the Hall of Fame. But, like, you know, he was a good sport about everything. You know, like, he... He played along with all that and didn't have a problem with any of it. I'm sure some of it was kind of uncomfortable. He didn't seem you know? like it. He no. was just laughing. Like Yeah, but, you know, Billy's, a, Billy's such a... He's... Like, he just... He's really... like he's a, he's, he's a real joy to be around these days. I know that I don't mean to sound sappy or whatever, but, like, that's the... Like, the Billy Gunn, like... Uh, we have now, like, it's, it's, it's really cool to be around, and he's, you know, uh, he still has probably his moments, but, um, you know, he's just easygoing, and, you know, and just nothing bothers him anymore. <laughs> what did uh, Vince McMahon have to say about you guys using his name so much and thanking him so much? Ooh. Oof. Well, mm, there was a little bit of, like, there was some nervousness about that. Like, okay, because, um, you know, earlier on, and I'm not sure if it was Brett, you know, during the Brett segment, but I think Brett mentioned Vince a bunch of times. And uh, Vince got really hot. I think he, I think somebody might have got fired. And then we went out and said it a million times, right? No one got fired. <laughs> It's not funny for the guy that fucking lost his job. Oh, man. Like, I'm not kidding. Oh, really? No, I'm oh, not. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, Vince was pissed. And I get it. I mean, I understand. Like, that's a thing for him. And, like, it's his company. You know, and people go out there and they do that. And but why does that responsibility fall on this guy? He can't stop them from saying he, I'm Vince not McMahon. saying it does. Because he can't fire Brett. Because Vince McMahon can't yeah. fire Brett Hart. 
Yeah, so. Is it the guy that's pushing the beat button to blur names or curse words? No. No, it's uh, the guy, it's the writer assigned to that segment, probably, or yes. the assistant, or. Yes. Okay, so then when you guys went in there, did you already know that this had been going on prior to you guys saying yeah. all of this? Yeah. And and so were you guys like nervous? Mm. Like, or what was that feeling and to our say guy, it yourself? And our guy, Joe Belcastro, he's the NXT guy, right? Mm. He produced NXT, uh, how creative and all that. Like, he's great. But he was like sweating bullets. He's going like, oh, the, you know, the guy just got fired. And like, <laughs> you guys are going to say it. Like, you know, he was, and I get it, man. He's like, he don't want to get fired. No one wants him to get fired because he's like invaluable around there. And like, and I'm like, Sean, you go ask him. Like, you're the one like that can get away with anything. <laughs> Fuck, you go ask him. And so Sean went and asked him and Vince just said, have fun. <laughs> so we did. You know, it was great. Yeah, I definitely say it seemed like you guys had the most fun of everyone that entire weekend. Even mm-hmm. at uh, like the post, like the water gun spot, and even before that, just throwing glow sticks out to everybody. I watched Sam Roberts get a glow stick from you. He looks so excited. He might, yeah, he thought that was a pretty big deal. <laughs> also, y'all were told up, me, yeah. y'all were getting them up there too. Did you guys know? Were you guys on a text thread like a week ago? Like, hey, work on your arm, like. No. Work on being able to throw stuff to the upper level. You know, I mean, we D, glow sticks weren't a thing in okay. DX until, like, the later version, you know? So, you know, I wasn't used, like, I'm still not used to the, the glow stick thing. So, Oh, man, who was it? Uh, <coughs> I know you gave one to Sam Roberts. Well, how did, how did Ron Funches enjoy himself? He was there with you. Yeah, I, Ron had a great time. I, I, I'm grateful to Ron. For um, for coming to the Hall of Fame when he had tickets to the New Japan <laughs> ROH show the same night, so and I know like a lot of people want to go to that. And, and Billy Corgan even showed up, and he's I think he still actually made it to the Garden for the last part of the show. Well, that Garden show was I think six hours, so they had some time. Holy shit! <laughs> they had some time on either end. Huh? And your family? How did they? How did they feel being oh, they there and seeing time. everything? Yeah, I. I that's a whole, like, look, and that's something I want to say, like, you know, like, families coming along with, uh, that's so fucking stressful. So overly stressful. Like, and my sister, she took she took a hold of that whole thing and made sure, like, that wasn't something I had to worry about. So uh, I got to thank my sister for that. Um, she made sure my, my daughter and my son... You know, my nephew, my mom, she made sure they were all there. So that was really important to me. That, was, that really made it like, you know, I mean, I, you heard me talk about my family, my kids. So, yeah. Did yeah. you guys celebrate afterwards? No. No, I mean, I, it's not, not in. Not like that. I mean, I'm fuck. I'm tired. I'm just not going to bed. Yeah. And now, obviously, I know everyone has this in, this thing they're envisioning, like, oh, a big party, big. No, I'm to fucking bed. <laughs> That's what I was envisioning. I was imagining like a big dinner. Yeah. No, like, I'm photos. fucking forty six. <laughs> I'm when old. You, not when you told me call time was noon. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck. I... And who were some of the people that you were excited to see again? Because obviously there was tons of people there, maybe some that you hadn't seen in a while. What was that like? Oh, it's always great to see Brett. You know? Um, uh, f- 
Hey, by the way, like um, that guy that jumped him, you know, he got the fucking he shit did. pounded on him. And did you see his face? I hope the rest of his fucking body looked like that too. Like I'm not really usually one for like okay like fuck that guy up, but no fuck that guy up. Like if you got a problem with that, I don't care. Like in this particular instance, like I make exceptions. That's Brett the Hitman Hart, and that fucking moron jumped in the ring on him. And you know he's he's had he had a stroke. I mean like it's not the Brett the Hitman Hart from 1993. Well, also he had the drop. Like he had the drop on him to like. If Brett had seen it coming in any way, yeah. it still wouldn't have gone well for him. And it didn't go well for and him And it anyway. was just like people are going, like, you know, why, you know, and, and I was thinking to myself, why Brett? Why him? Like, and then it dawned on me, like, I, it must have been the only opening the guy saw. It was the first opening he had. He came there, he had, mm-hmm. a, like, he intended on doing something, and he was going to wait for the opening, and there was a, an opening, secure, like, because I think security like got distracted with something else, and um, yeah, obviously. So, what well, what blows uh, my mind is the fact that he was only twenty six years old. Mm. Like I don't know why, but that just like blew my mind because we're the same age, and I'm like, dude, like what's running through your head? What what's going on? And even by the way that he was dressed with the with the beanie and the scarf and the sweater, like you can and the tell dread, the fake dreads, yep. like all that stupid there shit. There you go. Like you can tell he was obvious. This was like not just in the moment. This was pre planned, yeah, etc. You know. Yeah. Although, because he's a two in one MMA fighter, he's 26. He quit a job at Allstate. He's been arrested before for stalking. There's something. I, my guess is mental problems, only because if he was a trained MMA fighter and his intention was to hurt Bret Hart, he only ever tackled Bret Hart. That he had the drop, that if his intention was to actually hurt Bret Hart, he didn't do it. I was thinking, I like, think, if I Natty some, wasn't there. I disagree with you. Okay. Totally. He got shots in on Bret. Oh, di- then yes. never mind. Yeah. Then never mind. He's an asshole. And, <laughs> He's an yeah. asshole. And I was defending. more worried about a million dollar baby situation with that giant podium right there yeah. and tackling Brett. And Brett's, yeah, I don't know, probably in his, what, like 50s? Yeah, like he got, like, Brett guy, like, like there were shots on Brett, like a security guy got hurt. You then know? never mind. Then. Yeah. Shout out to Travis Brown for yeah. Travis laying Brown. him in, and then Harry Smith laid a few in, and then Dash Wilder got that home run. Yeah, yeah. The but you know, here's the thing about funny. that. Like, everyone's sh- sharing those videos, and yeah, it's great. We can all pat it, but like, now, like, you know, um, oh, well, this this guy goes and uses that footage to try to sue somebody. Like, it's all great, everyone sharing these video clips, Pat, you know. But, like, no one's thinking about that. Okay, we're just, like, sharing this video of Dash doing that. Like, let's just get him fucking sued, why don't we? I mean, mind you, like, you know, he, you know. Anyways. Yeah. You understand where I'm coming oh, from? No, I do, absolutely. I think, I think it's just weird. Like, we don't see it that way. because, Well, I mean, I didn't see it that way because, you know, hey, like, you know, I feel like this guy deserves to be punished. And, you know, I feel like a lot of people obviously feel that exact same way, too. And in the yeah, moment, pe- you're angry. And But the people that don't have a an emotional attachment to all of this, they're not going to see it quite like we do. Fair. You know what I mean? That someone that don't give a fuck about Brett the Hitman Hart is going to look at that and go, oh, that's bullshit. A bunch of millionaires See, beating yeah. down on this yeah. guy. Yeah. Seeing someone being carried out with can't defend themselves being punched in the face by somebody else and cheered on. But it's someone who put themselves in that position. Like, yeah. It's, it's really shitty. So, but don't, jump, don't jump the rails. It shows. Yeah. 
That's Simple as that. Oh, like that guy got off lucky. Honestly, like I mean, like back was, at one time, like oh, he might not have made out of that building alive, or definitely like, you know, with all his faculty, like he probably had, like it beat him fucking paralysis. Well, when I first got into wrestling, fuck. Well, yeah, like I I've been around wrestling a long time, and that was always. It rarely happened, but when it did, they make a point to set that example of like, do not jump our. Yes. If you jump our guardrail and enter our world, we have to make an example of it. Like, that's just how the locker room does it. That's crazy. It's well, other people that were there. Well, uh, China's family was there. Her sister was there. Did you interact with her? I did. I was great seeing Kathy. I haven't seen her in a long time. So yeah, it was great, and I got to meet Joni's mom. It was really nice meeting her. <clears throat> And it was crazy to look in her eyes and see the same, you know. Basically, I was looking in Joni's eyes. It was really, really weird. Uh, I saw a lot of Joni and her and her mother. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, and really nice meeting her. And it was amazing seeing Kathy again, seeing Joni's sister again. So, yeah. Was there anything said about your little mention of renaming the Women's Battle Royal at WrestleMania the China one? No. No? <laughs> no. But I did mention something before we went out. I asked a question. I was like, has anyone ever talked about that? And somebody said, no, no one's ever brought it up. I'm like, well, I am. <laughs> but you got a problem with it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it'll happen? Maybe next year. But like, I heard people, like I read people going, oh, I'm disappointed that they, you know, they didn't have, like, Turn it into the China Bat Memorial Battle Royal like the next day. It was, I, I said it the night before. Mm -hmm. Okay, like, fuck, can you at least wait till next year to bit, pitch, you know, bitch about it? Like, like, if they don't do it next year, okay, I can hear, I can see, like, okay, complaining about it. But God, can you at least give them one year to, to do it? <laughs> well, that way yeah. you can have the right preparation yeah, for it. A statue, you know, the, exactly. you know like, Come on. Not just like a throw it in there side pipe type of thing, you know. But yeah. I think from the fans' reactions, obviously, I, I wouldn't see why not, why we shouldn't have that next year's WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, they have a magic department, not a miracle department. They couldn't just make her statue for And the it was next like day it was that, it wasn't even in, like there's a million things going on around there. Like that's not it wasn't like, oh, we gotta change everything up and like uh, graphics department, you know. Come up, you know. Come on, make a make a video that highlights yeah. her whole I mean, career and, like, and why we're look, naming it after her. And um, I had no doubts about this, but I know a lot of people did. Uh, I knew that um, she would be honored properly, and she was. And I, I thought everyone, I, I thought so. I thought, um, I thought it would. I just thought it was uh, it was really nice for her. And that uh, she uh, she'd be extremely happy with all of that. I know her as well as anyone, and uh, and yeah, no, she would have been felt like she was there. I was yeah. just gonna ask: Were there any moments there was a you ever lot felt of her presence or signs yeah. that reminded yeah. you of her? Well, and just different things that happened. You know, um, you know, this, the the sister and the mother have like the, that's been a, like estranged relationship for decades and somehow they managed to be like end up in the bathroom at the same time and that's just like um 
you know, to me, that's just like, okay, Joni's up there, mm-hmm. like, you know, with the puppet strings, you know. It's a shame, you know, it's, but it's not for me to say, hey, you need to talk to your mom. You, you need to talk to your daughter because I've had my issues with things like that and, like, with my kids and I. And it's like, no, like, they'll talk when they're ready. Mm. And it's not for anyone else to say, you know, so. And that makes uh, it worse. Nobody wants to be a part of an obligatory meeting. Right. Like, so anyways, but yeah. Well, it sounded like it was really good for you. It's yeah. Good for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Do you want to tell us what we have here on the table? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyways, this is, I, I wasn't actually sure what this was. These are side plates for the. For the what? For the the, the championships. I guess they're sending me a championship belt to put them on. Nice. I, mean, I thought that was your plaque. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought it was a plaque too, actually. Yeah, no, no are... they're side plates, oh. but I'm like, where's the belt? I <laughs> I'm assuming that maybe there's they gonna... either, maybe later there will be a green belt. I hope they send you the uh, hemp belt, the Daniel Bryan hemp belt. <laughs> and then I, um, um, Hunter and Steph had these made for us. They're gold cufflinks and. I don't know. Did you see them earlier? Um, not yet. I, I was gonna. Oh, we'll get pictures of those to post on yeah. social media. Oh yeah. Oh, those are. Oh, these those are, are so nice. nice. Yeah, and on the back, one of them says "kid" and one of them says "pock." Oh, these are. Oh, really cool. yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, and uh, so, uh, since Joni wasn't there, uh, and uh, they had. They had like a necklace thing made uh, for her, and it was given to her sister. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It was great. So all in all, did it meet your expectations? Was, was it what you had imagined in your head? How did it compare? Mm. It was as good as I hoped. Like, I mean, I guess I didn't really have any expectations. I was just like... Look, I'm stressed the fuck out. <laughs> Let me just, I honestly just wanted to get fucking through it and out the other side. Like, part of me was worried I wasn't even going to m- make it there alive. Like, I just had this fear, like, something's going to happen, you know? Um, like, I started having these, like, issues, health, like, feeling like I was having health issues, and, and I'm like, oh, fuck, like, okay. This is just like, just fucking my luck, right? Like, okay. Gonna be in the Hall of Fame, and then I fucking croak before I get there. Oof. You know? Like, honestly, that was something I was concerned about the whole time leading up to it. Um, Yeah. So, at least we made it through that. Got my ring. Come on, guys. I and need the your following, help here. Well, the following <laughs> night, also at WrestleMania, you guys had an incredible moment, obviously, where everybody comes out and they have their moment. They're announced and all of that. I got to tell you, so, like, being in the crowd and, like, where were see, you? I was in the 235 section. So, uh, to the on right the by the production, to where the production side was at. So, uh, not on TV side, on the opposite yeah. side. So, like, being able to see, like, all the lights and the colors and everything. And, like, everybody was, like, going crazy. Like, it was a really nice view. And the sky and everything. I was just like, wow, this is amazing. And so, like, I got, like, a really great video of that. I was just like, wow, like, this is so cool. And, like, knowing that you were on the stage, like, being able to see all of that. So I wanted to know, like, how it felt being there and, like, looking out and seeing thousands of people. Yeah. It's good. 
<laughs> if I could hop in, yeah, sometimes please. with this stuff, Sean, I think you're you might still be too close to it to really process it. I think I, next I guarantee year, you that's the case. Next year, when you're watching the Hall of Fame ceremony, everything will rush back, and that's when you'll, I think, have enough distance to really think about what this means because you're you're so close to it. You know, it's just an event. There's all these expectations around it. Well, it wasn't it just time. an event. It's just I was just so fucking stressed out jeff yeah absolutely and i think you need a little space to really have a take on this because it's huge and you know when you watch it next year i feel like then all that will rush back to you you know yeah yeah that's true i watched you run from one side of the mania stage (laughs) to the other throwing glow sticks suck it's just come on! And I was I was a kid again, just okay. watching you go crazy. So was, I'm sure everyone's like, hey, what the fuck took you so long over, you know, to get... Yeah. To the center stage pose. Yeah, so I run over to the, to the one, you know, side of the stage area right at the end when, you know, right before all of a sudden, where the fuck is X-Pac? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I look up and I see the picture of, Joni up there, and I hadn't seen that before, and so I just kind of, like, it caught me off guard, and I looked up, and I was just pointing to it, and I kind of got lost in the moment, and I must have got lost in the moment for more than a moment, (laughs) and all of a sudden, then I look over, and they're going, get over here, (laughs) and I run over there, and yeah, so, yeah. It looked like Honky Tonk Man wanted to stop you and have a quick chat as you're trying to run over there. (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. It was great seeing Honky Tonk Man. He was a real pleasure to be around actually seriously yeah yeah he was great i really enjoyed his speech and that he looked phenomenal in the full getup i thought Alexa he lost Bliss... 30 pounds in like six weeks for that did he really oh, yeah damn. he went on the keto diet Whew. yeah so it works no it's funny because when i was like zooming in for the video i, w- I was looking at all, all of dx together and then out of nowhere i just see you right i'm like is that sean well, yeah when did he like there already and then like yeah i was like oh wait like where did sean come from and then i don't they didn't show it on camera then we went over and like hugged brett and you know went hugged everyone i don't think they ever do that on stage but we were just like eh, i love all these people i'm gonna give them hugs that's awesome yeah and sue Aitchison, mm. you know um she was in charge of like like handling all like spe- specifics like travel and like all these things for everyone. Plus, she had to be, you know, doing Make-A-Wish stuff and go out there and be part of the Hall of Fame, too. Like, I just, she's an amazing lady. And just, you know, uh, that's another reason I didn't want to call, like, complain about my access schedule. It's like, oh, I just didn't want to be. It was already a big enough pain in the ass on her as it was. So she was just great. Can't, can't, I can't put Sue Aitchison over enough. Amazing. What did you think of Shane and Miz compared to you and Shane from 10 years earlier? I didn't see it. Oh, Jimbo. Well, then, no. Oh. Thanks for fucking out me there. <laughs> well, you had a oh, lot going on, so I think everybody understands that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I couldn't even stay for Hunter's match. I was just, I was so. So sick. Yeah. So you were gone like right after that, or? Yep. Oh man. Yep. Yeah, I had to go. I just. Yeah. So what were you able to see? Of any, were you able to see anything? Nope. Oh man. No, well, I didn't get to see Kofi. None of that. None of the, at the main event. 
So, yeah. So I'm not here today to talk about WrestleMania matches because like, I didn't fucking see enough of it yet. Mm. Well, it was a good show, so, you, so you'll have lots and of awesome so stuff to watch. I'm just so happy for Kofi. Yeah. Yes. So happy. And like that would have been such a huge mistake not to give that moment to him and everyone else that wanted it, that needed it. <laughs> Honestly, like, from my opinion, and I know quite a few people thought the same thing. They thought that that was the best match on the show. In terms of the finish was amazing. The the whole match was really, really good. So I think that was probably one of, like, the main highlights of the entire show and, like, one of the best matches for sure. Or at least that's what I've heard. What about I, the I, main event? How, how'd that go? I thought it started at way too late of a time. It started at midnight, didn't end till like, 1230. And then the finish was kind of weird for me. Mm. With the shoulder up, which, not up. Which, by all the accounts I'm hearing, that was not. That was a ref. Ref counted, didn't see two shoulders, and then counted to three, and then called the match. And it, by all accounts, it didn't look to be the plant finish. Huh. I don't know enough yeah, about like, it. I don't, I don't even know why I brought it up. No, I didn't the, see it. The main event was great. Um, Charlotte's int- everyone's everyone's um, introductions and entrances were amazing. Charlotte came in on a helicopter. Yeah, I saw it. That was. It was all great. Like, the match itself was great. It's yeah, I mean, I is. saw, like, that stuff. I just didn't see, you know. Mm. The bell to bell. Yeah, because, I mean, and I saw a little bit of the beginning of the match, but I was just so out of it. I, I, I fell out. Yeah. No. I did see the cool. I thought it was cool. Like, because, you, know, um, you know, back when they were doing, like, Great American Bash stadium tours, that's how... Flair came in on a helicopter one time, so that was a throwback to that. I don't know if anyone knows yeah. what yeah, I'm yeah. talking yeah. about. Someone, someone put a side-by-side picture yeah. of that with mm-hmm. when Rick did it. No, I think it brought like a really nice feel to the match. Like this is what we want to see, considering like mm-hmm. not only the fact that it's the main event at WrestleMania, but the first ever women's main event. So to kind of see like that big show, you know, before the actual match was really cool, and I think it it, it hyped <laughs> it up to a new level. And yeah, like with the finish, like I was. Because I, I was, you know, where I was at, I was looking at the ring, and then I would look at the screen, and then I would go back, go up, down. So I kind of had, like, a disconnection at the ending where I was like, wait, who won? And then I saw <laughs> Becky's music, and I was like, oh, wait, I thought that was wrong. I was, like, so confused for a second. So I literally had to, like, really, like, watch the replay to really understand what happened just because I had that, like, mm-hmm. disconnection from my eyes from the ring to the TV screen. So it, it, it was, and everybody, I don't think it had that, like, that right away pop, you know, that you normally have at the end of a WrestleMania main event match. Yeah, when the finish doesn't go right and the, you don't get that. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, and it fucking sucks when that happens. You go out there and you bust your ass the whole fucking match and everything goes right and then boom. So I think that was the one thing where I was like, oh. So I don't even, I guess I haven't seen it yet. And yeah. I don't mean to cut no, you no, off, no, no, no. Denise, but like. So it's hard to comment on, on it when, when I haven't seen it yet. So I don't know why we keep talking about no, no, it. Right. Sorry. Um, 82,000 <laughs> 82, were in that arena. According to New Jersey Transit, they, they were told that WWE told them that they'd be done at 1030. No, Which, I heard that they were told at 10 that they would be done past midnight. And so that's why they weren't ready. You know that all these fans were like stuck there after the show till like 4 in the morning on Monday. Because they couldn't get out of MetLife Stadium. Transportation was over. It was done. 
train so stuff already, running at two o'clock. Wow, that's crazy. And you can only fit a thousand people per train. So during Super Bowl, with the last Super Bowl they had at MetLife Stadium, they, New Jersey said that they could only move twelve thousand people per hour, and that's with trains and transportation running. So now imagine no trains, no transportation running, and these people are stuck there. People are get are trying to book their Uber. The Ubers are canceling because it's too much to get there, and then the ones that do get there are literally charging hundreds of dollars to get out of there. And so all these people that were like, "Oh man, you know, we chose yeah. public transportation so that we can save a buck," and now we're spending all this money to get out and then someone essentially said if you didn't go in a car or on a bus or something like you were screwed like yeah. that was it like you were stuck there and when we I was on a bus I booked the wrestling observer bus so they dropped me off they picked me up the whole the whole thing the whole deal and on the way while we were driving out, I saw thousands of people in the line for the Lyft and the Uber. And I thought, oh, my God. But I didn't realize that, you know, transportation was done. So all those people were stuck there. Wow. They should have made exceptions to that yeah. transportation thing, you would think. They're, right? They're saying it was a federal. They didn't. Federally, you can only have that staff on, like, on schedule for so much. And that they didn't. New Jersey Transit trying to blame the, blame the WWE. Whatever. They Which, straight out are. They said that they did, they were not aware. They didn't have the means to keep the staff for overtime. They didn't have enough staff, and they were unaware until too late. That's what they said. Then, and also, it started pouring rain around 2 a.m. Yeah. I was, I was stuck in were the you rain. Stuck in well, the rain? that's unfortunate. Yeah. And I'm not going to be the litigator of oh. whose fault it is. Because you know whose side I'm on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was just, like, interesting, though. Like, it was an interesting story, especially, like, when I woke up the next morning at 4.40 to take my flight to go to the, go to the airport. And I was yeah. reading that people were still there. And I was like, man, I came home, took a nap. <laughs> and people I don't know there. what people are going to, like, that kind of thing. Like, okay, in Tampa next year, there is no mass trans. Like, you got yeah. buses and that's it. There's no fucking trains and, you know, all of that. Like. So, I mean, I'm not sure how that's going to work there. I was at, at at All In last year. There was a huge problem with all the uh, Ubers being at 100 bucks to get, you know. Well, because they weren't Chicago the... proper for All In. Or, like, they were a part of Chicago that the public transit wasn't serving as well as other parts. I think it's something like I No, it was just yeah, that just... was just the, when there's high demand, like, you, they charge more. And they were. And, like, I don't have a problem with that, actually. Like I know it sucks for the people, but like, like um, supply and demand. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's called surge pricing. Yeah, yeah. Some guy wanted two hundred plus tip. Another guy wanted three hundred plus tip. I waited. Ha- I waited a half an hour, and like the price went down a ton. It uh, all in. Well, it was actually it was hard to even get. We had to, I, I don't know. We had to walk a few blocks to some restaurant. I forget the name of the restaurant was, but. Doesn't matter. I'm just babbling right now. The fuck. Well, how much did you end up paying, Jimbo, for your Uber? We split it between four people. It was one twenty. Okay, so so it wasn't that bad. It was cheaper than all the other ones. I just wanted to get out of the the rain. I just wanted to get out of the rain, and I knew our next destination was the hotel, not another train station, to hopefully get on another train and eventually make it back to the hotel. So it was worth the money to me. But that was my so, experience. So take that. a bus for next take year's WrestleMania. Yeah. If they're chartering a bus, definitely charter the bus. It's worth the thirty bucks. Hmm. Awesome. Oh wait, Big Dave, I think got stuck till like four in the morning. He said, "Oh no." Oh, he—that's what he was trying to tell me. My friend Big Dave. Okay, yeah. Um, although I'm hopeful that Tampa, the Tampa Bay area, is different than the New York area in the sense that 
there will be a massive parking lot and everything in Tampa Bay, plural, will be close to that stadium that you're not, because MetLife is just in a separate city from New York City where everyone was staying, that that created yeah, a separate that's problem. Weird. Like, okay, we're going to do some of this stuff here, Brooklyn, and then like, okay, Axis is going to be over here at whatever the hell that the was. Pier, the pier in Brooklyn. I'm yeah. glad they had a shuttle, though, from Barclays to uh, to the Brooklyn 12th Pier. That was fun. We was free. Hop on, hop off. I wish I knew that. You didn't take <laughs> the shuttle? I did not. I didn't go oh, to Axis. I took the shuttle, so, okay. It helped. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. I, I know you didn't see Raw, but Lars Sullivan made his debut. You've been a big oh, fan God. of his. Are you happy to finally, he's finally on the main roster, and he showed up and took out Kurt Angle. Oh, good. So. Good. His health is obviously doing well. And Yeah. Did you get to talk to Kurt at all? Angle? Yeah. No. Oh, man. I wanted to know if you kind of gauged his feelings for his retirement. Nope. Yeah, no, I'm not going to comment on that. Okay. Yeah. Lars looks good. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's a good, you know, like, I don't know what was going on with him, but, you know, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully you got a handle on it, you know. When we're talking about mental health stuff, like, we got to, you know, not uh, take that stuff lightly and, and take it serious and not just go, oh, come on, like, you know. Suck it up. Yeah. 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 Tons of people would kill to be in this position, just do it kind of thing. So hmm. Yeah, I don't I didn't see any of, of Raw. So I think we're I think we covered it all. Yeah. Did we? Yeah. yeah, we spoke about it all. Yeah. What was the highlight of your entire trip? Have my family there, have my son and my daughter there. <clears throat> uh I don't know. I, I, I'm a little bit. My brain's still a little bit. I, I don't know. I'm still. Also, I'm still decompressing from uh, from everything. Like I just got home last night. You know, and I stay. I got. I went home. I, I. I got. I went right to bed, and I woke up this morning. I mean, and it, yeah, I'm just. I think Jeff's right. It hasn't yeah. had time to like sink in. Yeah. But in a couple of weeks when it all settles, but, and hopefully and you're feeling better. But also to Jeff's point, it would be good to have this as a documentation of like where your mind was as you were decompressing. Yeah. So, yeah, we, like earlier, like I feel kind of bad now. Like I was burying those guys that I had that match with. But, man, it's so frustrating, you know, that, that match with Liger. It was because it was like when I decided to do that, not to go back to that, but I am anyways right now. <laughs> like, but I because mean, I don't want to be like, oh, like, oh, what a dick to those guys. But I mean, they gotta know. Like when you, well, if you don't say anything, they'll uh, never get any better. And just being around, and you just is... like candy coating, it's not gonna fucking help either. No safe spaces in the wrestling locker room. Well, being around you, I've I've learned that. If it's not something that you don't want to put yourself in, you don't want to put yourself in situations that other people can't deliver and risk. Like, why am I going in this ring? Why am I risking getting hurt with people that don't know what they're doing? Kind of situation. Yeah. And that's why you rely on a promoter to actually give you credible opponents. Hmm. But yeah, fuck. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't know. What's it will see you all next week. Yeah. Follow Sean on Twitter yeah. at, at the real XPOC. <laughs> uh, subscribe to the YouTube at youtube.com slash XPOC. Follow me on Twitter at Jimbo in the booth. Please. All right, and don't forget to follow the show's Twitter account at xpoc12360show, where we post lots of stuff, so make sure to check that out. You guys can follow me on Twitter at underscore Denise Salcedo and YouTube, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. What a weird episode. That was fun. Okay. Guys, Look. blame the producer. It's the heel in the booth. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with you, Jeff. Nothing, I'm just, I'm man. Just I'm just, yeah. You know, Sean, we're seeing a real side of you. It felt very human back here. I, I enjoyed the show. It was cool. Thanks. Yeah, love it. All right. Hopefully, I'm not quite so real next week. All right. <laughs> See you guys next week right here on Xbox 12360. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Sean Waltman, producers Mark B. Donica, Jimbo Frank, and the entire Xbox 12360 staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in. Like us on Facebook, rate and comment on iTunes and YouTube. Follow XPOC on Twitter at TheRealXPOC and email us at XPOC12360show at gmail.com.